Hello everyone, Christoph Trapp here, Chief Content Engagement Director with Buildings.com. We're still at AHR Expo and uh, checking in with Dan Jones. He's the president at UV Resources. Dan, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. So as you know, we're just uh, having meetings, um, lots of discussions, seeing what's going on, what's new in the industry, what's important to building owners and facility managers. And Dan, uh, I struck up some interest here to talk about UV and you know keeping things clean, being more efficient, saving money, which of course anybody likes to do that. So tell me about some of the, the things that are of uh, importance here. Yeah, so our typical application for UV is downstream of the cooling coil to keep it clean and efficient. And what we're doing down there is the germ Germicidal light is actually killing mold and bacteria on that coil deep into the depths of that coil. What happens when a coil gets fouled is you get an increase in pressure drop. You also get leaving air wet bulb temperatures that start to rise. So people in the space become uncomfortable. They feel sticky because it's not removing water. UV actually goes into the air handler and will kill that mold and bacteria very quickly and actually over time as it digs deeper down into that coil and that wet bulb temperature starts to go down, pressure drop goes down and uh, you have comfortable tenants and you don't have to worry about uh, cleaning your coils anymore. So obviously you have to clean things anyways. Right, right. You're already, you know, maintenance guys typically want to get in there and clean their coils. Sometimes they can do it during work hours, but a lot of times they have to do it over the weekend, which is, you know, you're going to pay, paying extra for a guy to come in and clean the coil. And cleaning a coil with, say, pressure washing is not really that effective. They can't get into the depths of the coil. So the UV is going to be on 24-7, 365, keeping that coil clean. It happens automatically. Automatically. You, you guys know I, like I to trademark that automatically. I use it all the time already, Dan. <laughs> Too late on that one. But as you guys know, if you've listened to any other shows, we like anything that's auto magic for sure. Um, what's the story of the company? Well, we started uh, back in 2005. We we were at other companies doing similar things, and uh, I partnered up with two guys that were working with me, and we started the company with the idea of our goal is to try and bring UV to every application. I mean, in our our thinking, UV should be on every cooling coil out in the United States and around the world. Uh, because of both the health side of it, you're going to get better into our quality, but also the energy side of it, and, and everybody can benefit from it. So that's kind of our motivating factor to be here. So we try and put our products at a good price point so it's not somebody says, I love the technology, but I can't afford it. That's not where they're going to be with us. So a typical install could be about 15 cents per CFM, and that's an installed price of UV. And for that, you know, you get a return on investment probably under six months. Six months, unbelievable. Yeah, it is. It's people don't believe it until they see it. And and uh, the idea of putting a UV lamp downstream of a coil is going to save me energy. It's kind of a tough concept to grasp, but but when you see it happen, when you read these case studies of these guys that are saving incredible amounts of money. It, it, it definitely convinces you. So um, at what stage would a facility manager or building owner, probably a building owner I would think, consider this technology? Like what, uh, what are they thinking about when they, you know, when they're thinking about it? Yeah, so if it's a new construction building, or you're getting a new air handler in and you have UV at the beginning, you're never going to have an issue as far as coil cleanliness. But for a building owner that has older air handlers, that, you know, performance is definitely degraded in them. That's just a natural process. Uh, putting UV on can actually bring those back. We've had case studies where 
guys have put UV on and, and been able, they were planning on replacing this equipment and were able to push that out another five years because of the recovery of the performance of the coil they were able to get with UV. What are some of the barriers for implementation or the market penetration? What's the... Well, for us, it's really education because if a guy knows about it or a, you know, a person knows about UV and what it can do, it all comes down to the education because once they know about it and they see it work, that's it. So that's basically the only barrier. The other challenge could be just different air handlers and how they're built and applying the UV certain different ways. You know, some air handlers you can't get into, so we have a, a product that mounts from the outside and sticks into it. Other air handlers are big. You can walk into the plenum and set things up, and, and uh, that way we have an application for that as well. Great. Fantastic. Thanks for joining us, Dan. That was Dan Jones, uh, president of UV Resources, um, still reporting here from the AHR Expo in Atlanta um, with another episode of the Buildings Podcast.